I'm streaming. If you're not streaming, you must be dreaming. Hopefully, we stay at 30 frames per second. I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. This is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. I got my coffee. I got you guys hanging out here. We got a, we got a game of trivia. A game of trivia. A game of wits. How smart are you? How not smart are you? It doesn't have anything to do with how smart you are. It has what it has everything to do with what you just might know off the top of your head, <laughs> which is just facts. And facts is facts. Uh, so I didn't fully set up yet because, you know, I don't want the computer to completely crash on me today. You know, sometimes, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. <sighs> What's going on here? Uh, you know, I can't think of a time where you do, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to wish for it. Welcome! I see you out there. Do you have your coffee? Hopefully it's morning where you are. Because you should not drink coffee at 6 p.m. I don't recommend it. But I will do it. For the French press. Watch this. Yeah. Listen to the sound of it. Oh, that's a good sound, yeah? I feel like I'm um, Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Ooh, we got coffee. Welcome to the show. I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. Today we've got, uh, let me just check this uh, sound effect. Yes, good. We've got some uh, fun and games in store for you today. You just wait. You just wait and see. Uh, what do you know about movie villains? What do you know about TV villains? Hello, Ismael Kouya. I would like to play your intro. However, I cannot play your intro because my computer might just decide to melt down. But you know what? Screw it. Let's try it. Let's be daring. Call me Ishmael. There once was a ship that put to sea The name of the ship was a belly of tea The winds blew up her bow Dip down below my belly boys blow Soon may the well man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tongue is done We'll take a leave and go Welcome, 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 welcome I am just setting up for Instagram Because Instagram is also going to get the... Uh, this the feed, because you can play along on Instagram. Why not? It's your world. It's a free world. Let me tell you what I did today. I had an audition. I had an audition that was a callback audition. Now, first, this is how it goes. You got an audition, right? You go to the audition, and they, they say, okay, thank you. And then you don't hear anything for days. For days and days, and then they, suddenly they're like, hey, come back tomorrow. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm excited. Maybe something good is about to happen. Uh, today, however, when I got there, I got there pretty early. I got there 10 minutes before my audition time, but it took them an hour and a half to get to me. <laughs> More than an hour and a half. It was almost two hours. It's kind of not supposed to happen that way. You know, I wasn't hoping to spend my entire afternoon auditioning, but I had to. Um, let's do a live feed. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Live feed. All right. How do we do that? Here we go. Live. And then we face it toward the computer. Then we wipe the camera off. Uh, how you doing, Ismail? I like that you come here, you say hi, and then you leave. That's my favorite thing about you. Also, your name. Your name is really cool. Uh, movie trivia. Here it is. Your moment of... Here it is. The most likable song ever. Here we go. Just gotta... It's just gotta be... Yeah, there we go. Add title. Movie trivia. 
I can't do two things at once. Villains. How do you spell villain? I was in a band called Con the Villain. Come and play. Start. Yeah, there we go. Now I'm not going to touch anything except for these buttons that make sound effects like this. It's trivia night. How about that? So I had an audition today. I think it went well. I just never know how it goes. Because what happens is I do it. I feel like I did a good job. And then they don't call me. And then other times I feel like I did a terrible job. And then sure enough, I get the gig. So who knows? Never be too confident. Never be underconfident. Never not be unconfident. Never be inconsistent. Never not be un inconsistent. You follow? Well, looks like it's just me and you, kid. It's me and you on Instagram. What do you guys know about that? What do you guys know about trivia? Villains? Hey, Jen, my computer's working. You know how I made it work? Shocker. How? I just deleted everything inside of OBS except for this scene, basically. <laughs> so there this is go. all I got. That works. Uh, we're running at 30 frames per second, but only I did an optimizer where OBS runs an automatic optimizer. And now it's got me at 10, at 1000 kbps instead of 2500, which I don't know. I think I can afford a few more kbps, kb slash s, kilobits per second. How are your kilobits per second going? I don't know how to check when I'm not streaming. I'm going to go oh. with good. Yeah, go with good. Very, very good. That's cool. You know, I had an audition today. Uh, well, a callback audition. I was excited Ooh, about how it. How did that go? I don't know. It's, you know, I never know. Like, I feel like sometimes I did <laughs> great and then they don't call me. And then I feel like sometimes I, I'm like hitting my head like Chris Farley. Like, oh, I'm such a dirty. Oh! And then they, they're like, you bucked it. You're good. So I never know how I did. But I think I did fine. Um, I just wait. But the thing is, I got there all fired up and ready to go. And then I literally waited 90 minutes or so before they saw me, which they, before they saw anybody. Hey, Mike, the makeup guy. Welcome to the show. Was We're going to play. It was an in-person audition, which was like the second or third I've had this year so far mm -hmm. or like in the last couple months. But last year I had an audition in person. In 2020, I had an in-person. I had two in-person auditions, I think. But, you know, it was like super wear a mask, come inside the, the room, pull your mask off, say the thing, and then leave. Get out of here. So <laughs> don't give us COVID. But today, you know, it was a, it's, a, it's a big commercial. Hopefully it's funny. Hopefully I was funny enough for what they need to do. But you never know. You never know. I never know. I mean, it's mostly the a Nissan look. The commercial was good. I could tell it was you. That was me. I was playing the bass. Mm -hmm. uh, did you see the whole commercial? I don't know if the whole commercial is out. Those are just like uh, the one that you posted. I saw. Yeah, I don't. I think it might fully unveil at the Super Bowl. I think they're going to show the whole commercial oh, cool. at the Super Bowl. Um, nice. That's my hunch, anyway, because it's Black History Month, and they want to like really appear uh, like good with the public. They're like, we're doing yeah. a campaign for Black History Month, but of course, it's only going to be our stories on YouTube right now because <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to invest too much into talking about black history month uh i find that i find that corporate pandering uh i find it too it's a double-edged sword on one edge of the sword 
you're like, I'm cynical. I'm like, you guys are just doing this so that you can sell more things and make more money because it's the only algorithm that you work under. You're a corporation. You just want to maximize profit, minimize costs. So you will do anything according to like all of the polls and anything to pander to what will affect your bottom line. But on the other hand, yeah, I mean, they're doing it. <laughs> so it's like, I understand what bad? you mean. Yeah. I know that with like, there's like a, when there was like the body positive movement, they started making things more like larger sizes and stuff. And obviously yeah. they were doing it because they wanted to sell and they want to look good, you know? Mm -hmm. But if it, it can, I wouldn't say it like each one is like huge steps, but it maybe it will take a tiny step toward more inclusion in the future, you know? So, yeah, it's like a little, like a little nudge at a time on both sides. So they're in the public eye because yeah. they have all the money and all the promotion. So they like try to nudge the public awareness, but I feel like the corporations are always just like one step behind because they want to make yeah. sure that their investment <laughs> is, mm -hmm. is a wise one. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I've, I made a lot of money this last year because they want to exploit brown people. So that's fine. I'll take the money. I didn't, I didn't have that much money growing up. So I might as well have money as an adult. Double-edged sword. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, listen, I know that you're pandering. I don't I know that you're pandering, and that you're just hiring me because my whole life they said everybody's like, "What are you? I can't tell. You're ethnically ambiguous." So now, now that's profitable. It's profitable to look like me now, which is I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, it's. I got to tell you, it's a really. Uh, like a mind-blowing, world-altering type of thing when you spend half of your life being sort of felt otherized and now you spend in the back half people going, how do we make money off this guy now? <laughs> so like, it's just a weird identity situation. But, you know, we all have those. I'm excited to play Villains Trivia today. Thank you, Jen, for coming up with these questions I was looking at a couple they're tough these are good questions you can't just google these questions you gotta get them out of your head you gotta pop the knowledge from your your ears which uh, hopefully we get some players out there Ismael says hi <laughs> as always which is wonderful I love it um, hmm so if it if this commercial shoots, I don't even know when it shoots. But let me just tell you what it's for. Let me. Ha I'm not going to tell you what it's for, but it involves nougat. <laughs> it's. Uh, I also won't tell you what it's for. It's about being hangry. Those are clues. They're like blues clues. I had a friend who, he was my roommate, Chris, Crispy Chicken, Chris Buchacha. He was working on Blue's Clues for like a couple seasons as like a grip. And then when, uh, what's his name, Mike, Steve? Steve left. The producers were like, yeah, you know, Steve left and 
he needs to be replaced, and all we can think of is uh, hiring you. <laughs> they were going to hire my friend to replace Steve Mike. Mike Steve. And uh, he turned it down for some reason. I don't know why. He also told me a little funny anecdote that uh, in England, in the UK, they have a black guy who's the Blue's Clues uh, guy. And, but they still used the same footage of the white guy's hands doing all of the stuff, all the close-ups. So that's oh funny. my goodness, seriously? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 they would show the, like the guy on camera, and he'd be like, "Hey, kids, <laughs> look at this!" And then the close-up was a like a white guy's hands, which is hilarious. <laughs> they didn't want us to shoot it twice, I guess, because um, yeah. every cutting corners. They're just telling kids. Don't don't pay attention. Don't pay any attention to that. They don't see race kids. Um, so who's playing? Who's out there gonna play trivia? This was this always sounds way better with music, but I'm afraid to open up the music. Let me open up the music. <laughs> I'm walking on the wild side, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, ten frames per second. We drop down. Ooh, ten frames per second. Up, oh, we're back up. Twenty nine. I was listening to music. Did you hear the new Red Hot Chili Pepper song? I did not. It's, is it I good? Like it. It's, I like it. It's good. It sounds like a Red Hot Chili Pepper right. song. They got their old... Yeah, I was like, hey, you know, I could easily name them when they play their music. Which is... Um, that's, I think, the identifying thing about a band. Because sometimes there's bands that just could be any band. You're like, oh, that sounds like a million other bands. But then there's bands where you, you immediately know, oh, that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers, or that's so-and-so. And that's, I think, the true mark of an artist. Especially John Frusciante on the guitar. He's, uh, he's able to distinctly identify himself on the guitar. All right, guys, who's going to play movie trivia villains? Wow, we're going to get a late start on this one. You know, I've been going out at night, Jed. Cool. I've been going cool. out. Because I can't stay cool. in anymore. Having fun? I'm having fun. Yeah. I can't stay in anymore. I can't do it. Except last night I stayed in and I watched Licorice Pizza. Because I got the SAG screeners. Uh, you ever see Licorice Pizza? No, I've never by, even heard of it. By Tall Thomas Anderson. Oh, the music's not playing here. Let me... It's a, it's a movie that's out right now. Paul Thomas Anderson. Just click this. There it is. Your voice is cutting out a bit here and there. Oh, is it? Uh-oh. Is it still mm -hmm. cutting out? Hey, Will Be Gaming, it is Trivia Day. Here we are. I was just talking about, uh, I got the SAG screeners for licorice pizza, which I learned is a slang term for a record. That's what you call a record. Like in the record player. All right, I'm turning the music off because it's not gonna, it's not gonna help things. <laughs> All right. Uh, so a licorice pizza is slang term for record. And I watched the movie last night, and you you know who's in it. So well, you don't you never heard of it. So let me tell you who's in it. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. I guess his name's like Seymour Philip Hoffman. Or Dustin Hoffman. I don't know what his son's name is. But his son is in it. Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is in the movie Licorice Pizza. 
If you're just joining me, this is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show, and I'm talking about I got the SAG screeners, the SAG after screeners for movies. And the one I watched last night was called Licorice Pizza, and it's by Paul Thomas Anderson, who is married to Maya Rudolph, ladies and gentlemen. Paul Thomas Anderson, I am a fan of him for like since he did Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Punch Drunk Love, The Master, uh, There Will Be Blood, The Phantom Thread. He did a lot of really cool, like really weird movies. <laughs> I think you either love him or you hate him. It's kind of the thing with him. Quentin Tarantino and he are like kind of the wonder boys of the early 90s and the mid 90s. So they're still friends because they're the only two people who really write and direct their own movies. And they're all of their movies just kind of go in these weird meandering ways. So and they feel very original, but they also feel like you're kind of following a day in the life sometimes. And that's what this movie was. But not only is Philip Seymour Hoffman's son in that movie, but the lead singer from Hyam, she's amazing. She's an amazing musician. Like, I can't... This is how amazing she is as a musician. And it, and also, turns out, she's an amazing actor. So cool. And her sister from from the band Haim, I think it's Haim, is also in it. And her parents, too, play her parents. So they're like her real parents, her real sister. And she, from the band Haim, are all in this movie. And she is such, such a good musician. Every time I watch Haim on stage playing music or on SNL. There's an SNL performance uh, that they did a couple years ago. Whenever I watch them, I'm like, these people, it's three sisters, are way better at music. They have to, like, dumb it down. <laughs> like, like, they have to make it poppy and catchy and really good. Like, they do it. But when I'm watching them play, me as a musician, I'm like, oh, you guys are way too good to be. I mean, they're playing some really complicated stuff, too. But I'm like, they're even better than what they're flashing. Like, they're being, like, flashy on the instruments. But they're even better than that. And it's really, it's really kind of, um, it's intense. Because I look at them and I'm like, I don't even, like, you guys are ridiculous musicians. You you folks are ridiculous musicians. And, uh. The songs are, are pretty good. I like their music, actually. I was into them for... I got their album a couple years ago. But uh, they're very lush. The music is very lush. It's very rich sounding. Um, also, they're just incredible musicians. Check them out. And it's just cool that she's a... Like, uh, yeah, I'll just be the lead in a movie. Sure, why not? <laughs> like, And then be awesome at it. So I really enjoyed watching that movie. Also, Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. He's the guitar player from Radiohead. He used to be the guitar player. Now he, like, presses buttons and fixes his computer on stage. Like, if that's what it looks like to me anyway. That guy, Johnny Greenwood, he's really great. He, he He's done all of the mu movie scores since There Will Be Blood for Paul Thomas Anderson movies. And he did the arrangement, the arranging in this one because it was a lot of uh, old songs that were just... Like they had Paul McCartney and Wings and, like, all kinds of... Stuff. Tom Waits is in the movie. Do you like Tom Waits, Jim? I don't know who Jim. that is either. Tom Waits is the guy who's like, yeah, wait, yeah, I'm, I'm a hobo. I, I drive on, I, I ride trains and eat uh, a can of beans with a spoon. <laughs> like, he kind of has this uh, this aura. Hey, is this Will? All right, mm -hmm. now we're starting to file in. 
we're going to get ready to play some trivia in a minute, but let me just tell you my, my critique of Tom Waits. Uh, actually, it's not a critique. I think Tom Waits fans think that Tom Waits is really that guy. <laughs> I think they think he's really that guy. But ladies and gentlemen, Tom Waits is in like 50 movies. He's an actor. And I think that the character Tom Waits is a character that Tom Waits created. Um, because he's always like, whoa, look at me. Ha, 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 ha. I'm just, I'm going to tap dance in my old brown shoes. And, and you're like, and he's like, I got fingerless, fingerless gloves and a fedora. And you're, and you're just kind of like, you're rich, dude. You've been rich since 1971. <laughs> like, I don't understand why it seems like you've got the aesthetic of a guy who rides trains, at, uh, freight trains. But uh, I don't know. He just does. That's his thing. Um, so he's in the movie. Sean Penn is in the movie. Tom Waits is in the movie doing his Tom Waits thing. Yeah, look at me. Ha, 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 ha. Wasn't Waits a werewolf in some movie and also in a Muppet movie? I'm sure. Tom Waits is in like 50 movies. He's an actor. He's, a, I guess you can call him a musician, but he doesn't really sing. He goes, he does that, you know. I don't hate him. I just don't think, I think fans, they're in love with a character he created, which is fine. But it's weird that when I see his Tom Waits fans sort of dress up like him and emulate him and stuff. And, like, try to be that cool guy that Tom Waits isn't even. <laughs> he looks, he has a look about him like Ron Perlman. Yes, indeed. He does have a Ron Perlman-esque vibe to him. Uh, in the movie that's about Tom Waits, it would be, be played, he'd be played by Ron Perlman, played by Tom Waits. That's what I think would happen. You guys ready to play some trivia? Who's ready to play some trivia? Because I think it's time to start playing some trivia. Now, you guys out there, you remember, this is movie villains trivia. We play by the rules of who wants to be a millionaire. I didn't come up with it. I didn't even come up with these questions. Jenna Fierce came up with these questions for you, and me, and you, and Tom Waits. And you guys can answer these questions by putting the corresponding letter to the answer that you think is correct. And you must say final answer. That is, most, most of these questions will be multiple choice. Some true or false. But you have to say, the answer is B, final answer. Or, the answer is false, final answer. For instance, is Tom Waits really that way? True or false? The answer is false, final answer. See? It's real easy. Who's ready to play? Raise your hand in the chat. Raise your hand on Instagram. It's time to go. Look, I got my Bulgarian cup mug. Jen, the mug you gave me is in the sink. I had it for breakfast. This one's for dinner. You ate the mug for breakfast? I did. It was delicious. It was, it was made of plate. I was also, I lit the candle last night. My, my, my profanity candle. Oh, fun. Or the, or the uh, nice. what was it? The insults and injuries. Vicious mockery? I don't know. That's yeah, one. vicious mockery. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one i lit it it smells nice in the house also uh yeah you know smells better than la outside the other day there was a kind of a smell wafting into the house i'm gonna play the song again all right will the game is ready to play will the game is out there he's like let me play the game i got is this will and will be gaming will be gaming go get your system because we're ready to play 
We're getting ready to play at 641. And like every night this week, I'm going to go out after this because I can't stay home anymore. <laughs> can't do it. They're lifting the mask mandates like next week. But I don't, I go only outdoors places. Because it's, it's like, you know, thankfully here in Los Angeles, it's warm all the time. Uh, but I can't do it. I can't stay home anymore. I'm dying inside. She's out getting food. Well, tell her to put it on her phone. Because we're getting ready to play. What food does she get in? Gumbo? Jambalaya? Oh boy. These are all what I think of turtle soup. I want to think of New Orleans. I think of Louisiana. When I think of delicious. Uh, I'll text you later. I'll text you her later. I'll text you her. Okay, text me her. <laughs> all right. Who wants to play? Ready? Steady? Let me see. I think Judy said she was going to play. Let me see. Because right now, Evanistics is the champion. Yeah, let me... I hate when I, like, open up my messages and then it pops up here on Instagram. Read my business. Hold on. I'm opening a program and dropping the frames. Look, it's my the palm of my hand. You guys know the show, like, the palm of... The, the, oh, man. There it is. Uh, well, I texted Judy Trivia Night, but she did not respond. All right. First question in Villains Trivia. But first, I must close some of these programs. Oh, Judy's there. All right, I see Judy. What is Lord Voldemort's real name? A. Sirius Black. B. Vernon Dursley. C. Tom Riddle. Or D. Horace Slughorn. What is Lord Voldemort's real name? If that is your real name... A. Sirius Black, B. Vernon Dursley, C. Tom Riddle, or D. Horace Slug Horn. Put your answers in the chat. Say final answer. Say final answer. I want you to answer it finally. Not, not uh, penultimately, but ultimately. You must say final answer. It looks like the answers are in. We've got Will the Gaming. Let's see if I, everybody says C, final answer. You know, Tom Riddle. What is he like, the Riddler? So many people named Tom, you know. They used to say, any old Tom, Dick, and Harry. That's what they would, they would used to say. They definitely don't say that anymore, because that's, that's weird. Let me brighten this up here. Now I'm too bright. I've never been accused of that. All right. <laughs> Put your answers in. 
Well, it looks like the answer's already in. And... Final answer. The final answer is... Whoa! Would you look at that? It is Tom... Waits. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tom Riddle. It's Lord Voldemort's real name. Did you guys know that? Or was it a riddle? Let's play. Question number two. What type of weapon? Let me make sure that all the... What type of weapon does Hela wield in Thor Ragnarok? A. Enchanted Hammer. B. Battle Axe. C. Poison Daggers. Or D. Necro Swords. I've been, known, I've been called a Battle Axe before. A. Enchanted Hammer. B. Battle Axe. C. Poison Daggers. Or D. Necro Swords. The Necro Sword Store. I'd like to look at that network necro sword on the wall, please. So I can I can wield it. Maybe she said that. Maybe she said I got poison daggers for you. Not just daggers. Poison daggers. First you cut, cut your finger on it. Ow. Ten hours later, you're dead. Or is it battle axe? You tell me. Put your answer down. Put the letter down and final answer. And we'll be gaming. Tell your sister to hurry home with the gumbo. Po' boy. Not a po' boy. It was good. It was it was mostly bread, you know. I, I don't think I got to go to one. Every time I go to Philly, well, when I did, I would get a Philly cheesesteak. Go to Pat's. I liked it better. There's Gino's right across the street, but Gino's, it's just Steakum. Remember Steakum? It's like a flattened. It's like a. <laughs> it's like a piece of meat paper. You know, you can make it, you can probably write a book and catch it on a Steakum. Just use your imagination, is what I'm saying. It's not as good. But then, every time you go to a city and there's like a good food that the city is known for, like in Cincinnati where they put, they put chili on their spaghetti, they're like, no, you gotta go to this place. You gotta go to this other place. I will have to say that you do have to try at least three different places if you try a food that a city is known for. Because if you don't, and you just go to one random place and it happens to suck, and then you say, yeah, I tried the chili. It wasn't that great. It's like, no, you have to try it at three different places until you understand whether or not it's great. Because <laughs> sometimes people get bad pizza in New York and they're like, I tried the pizza and it was not that great. And I'm like, well, where did you go? They're like, I don't know. I found it on the street. It was in the gutter. And I picked it up, started eating it. And I'm like, there's your problem. All right, ladies and gentlemen, put in your final answer. What type of weapon does Hello wield? And uh, let me tell you, 
she hella wields it. In Thor Ragnarok. A, Enchanted Hammer, B, Battle Axe, C, Poisonous Daggers, Poison Daggers, or D, Necro Swords. Necro Swords. That's what it is. I think it's Necro Swords. Oh, it is Necro Swords. Nobody got it. So, listen, guys, be up on your Necro Swords. When you go to Walmart and you go down to the, the, the part of Walmart with the Necro Swords, make sure you know your Necro Swords. Necro is like, that's saying, that means like dead. <laughs> All right. Question number trace. Darth Vader's heavy breathing voice was created using which object? A. Scuba regulator. B. Coffee can. C. Plastic tubing. Or D. Paper towel roll. Oh my goodness. This is how I do it. Coffee can. Or is it a coffee can't? You know, I, I made a joke. I made a joke, Jen. You'll like this. If your can opener is broken, is it called a can't opener? <laughs> nice. That's a good joke. That's, I like it. I, I got, like it. I got like 25 likes on Twitter. That, that goes in the kid's joke book. My jokes don't really advance beyond eight or nine years old. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Nobody. Nobody, do you have a body? Or just are you just ahead? Are you ahead of the game? Darth Vader's heavy breathing voice was created using which object? A, scuba regulator, B, coffee can, C, plastic tubing, D, paper towel roll. I'm trying to think of what that sounds like to me. It sounds like a plastic tube to me. But it could also be a scuba regulator. Because it's like... Ben Burt, you know, or like whoever. I don't know. Yeah, I guess Ben Burt. Yeah, uh, he created those. It's a coffee can. You guys all think it's a coffee can? Interesting. Very interesting. Coffee can. Is it like one of them big chock full of nuts coffee cans? You think? Is that really coffee though? Is it Nescafe? Come on in for some Nescafe. Remember George Clooney was doing those Nescafe commercials? Like, I'm George Clooney and my head is wobbly and I like to drink powdered coffee. You know why? Because they pay me. I don't blame you, George Clooney. Maybe they'll pay me for this commercial. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. I ain't heard nothing yet. I was at the callback for two hours. Not complaining. It is my job to do this. But, uh, you know, should have been 25 minutes tops. It's a little weird. I guess the parent company was trying to go over everything. Not to complain. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Folks. Darth Vader's heavy breathing voice was created using what object? Oh, it's like the obvious. 
Scuba regulator. Everybody's cheering. I don't know why everybody was cheering, but... It was scuba regulator, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's literally a scuba regulator, isn't it? Remember, Jed the Fierce has come up with these challenging questions. And hope, hopefully you're feeling... You're, you're going into your memory of all the villains in movies and cinema and thinking about that. All right. In which country do we see the young Hannibal, eight years old, living in the beginning of Silence of the Lambs? A. Greece, B. Japan, C. Romania, D. Lithuania. In which country do we see the young Hannibal, eight years old, living in the beginning of Silence of the Lambs? Hmm. Do you mean in the book? Beginning. Now, I know this movie very well. Oh, do you not see him as a kid in the movie? <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. You've never seen The Silence of the Lambs? It's okay. the greatest movie ever. Um, yep. Just we're gonna have to skip this. On the okay, I'll oh. skip it. We're All gonna right. have to skip this question because he, there's no baby Hannibal Lecter in that movie. He's, he's actually not the main character. It's Clarice Starling is is the driving character. It's a, it really is about her story. And Hannibal Lecter is never really the main character in these movies. He's kind of like he's kind of he's kind of the villain in a way, but he's not really the villain. He's sort of like this lurking character. All right, we're, we're going to have to skip this one. Uh, it's probably Romania. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see what the answer would have been. Oh, Lithuania. It wasn't Ania. I knew that. All right, let's play. Next question. Um, no, that is... Uh, okay, let's see. Will says, see, final answer. In the book, so they're, they're, the book Hannibal, there are many flashbacks to when he's a little kid. And also in the book, Sons and Lambs, they talk about stuff about him as a kid. But in the movie, they forego that. All right. The actress who played the, the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz was injured in real life during which part of the film? Remember she said, I'll get you my pretty uh, green lady with the tall pointy hat and the flying monkeys. When the water was thrown at her to melt her, that could hurt, you could slip and fall. B, sparks shooting off the ruby slippers. Ooh, that's... That did seem to hurt her because she tried to grab the slippers. Remember, it was... Ah! She can't do it. She can't take him off. She can't do it. See Smokey exit when leaving the Munchkin land. She's like... <laughs> or D. One of the flying monkeys accidentally pushed her out of the faux windowsill when flying off to catch Dorothy. Oh my goodness. If that's true... 
That's hilarious. <laughs> Not that she got hurt. You know, if I ever get pushed out a window by a flying monkey, I allow you all to laugh at me. Please. I grant you that. You must laugh at me. If that ever happens to me. Right now, you guys are fighting for the trophy. You're fighting for dear life. You're trying to get your name on this very here trophy that currently has Evanistic's name on it because he won last week, which was Heroes. This week, we're talking about movie villains. The scariest, the craziest, the zaniest movie villains. Are you a fan of movies? Are you a fan of villains? What do you know about them? Well, let's see. Do not Google the answers. Just try to guess if you don't know. But if you do know, write final answer. In either case, write final answer. Because if you guess the right final answer and you guess right, you get a point. Wow. When water was thrown at her to melt her. She's like, ah, my eyes! And they're like, it's just water. She's like, oh. You know, if all of those things happened at once, it would be actually hilarious. It would be like the movie The Naked Gun. She gets splashed with water. She gets, she falls down and she starts getting electrocuted by ruby slippers. Smoke starts coming out of her. And then a flying monkey knocks her right out the window. <laughs> she would literally be the O.J. Simpson character in The Naked Gun. But he gets like the wet paint on his jacket. Ah, oh, wet paint. That scene is still hilarious. However, it stars a murderer. But he did kill it in that scene. All right. Enough jokes about dead people. Macrabee. I say Macrabee because when I was in college, I was in an English class. Not an English class, but like a literary class. And there was a student saying, you know, I found this to be very Macrabee. And then he's like, but the Macrabee was very... You know, it seems like he's got a, a penchant for the Macrabee. And the professor said, I believe the word you're looking for is macabre. I remember that to this day. I was dead. I died. Macrabee. Hey, it's college. That's where you go to learn, right? That's what he learned that day. I bet you he remembers that to this day. The actress who played the Wicked Witch of the West, Wizard of Oz, was injured in real life during which part of the film? If you said, see Smoky Exit, like Judella 19 and Is This Will, you got it right. When leaving Munchkinland, her dress, hat, and broom caught on fire and severely burned her face, and, oh no, and hand, she had to recuperate for six weeks before resuming filming. Oh, good golly. Never should happen on set. Never should get injured on set. I mean, sometimes accidents happen, but no one should ever be severely burned. That is awful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's play. I hope she's doing all right. In 2001, Space Odyssey, 
What does HAL stand for? Hey, helpful algorithmic learning computer. I am a learning computer. B, human algorithmic likeness computer. I'm a likeness computer. C, humanistically algorithmically liberated computer. I feel liberated. Or D, heuristically programmed algorithmic computer. I'm a learning computer. See, you skipped for a question, which I got wrong. Or so, so the skipped question, which you got wrong. Okay, well, so, alright. So you did not get a plus one on that. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being forthcoming. We're going to take that point away from you. <laughs> what a day. What a day. Can't wait to go out. No, I can't wait to go out, because I enjoy... I enjoy Trivia Thursdays, actually. This is like my favorite day of the week. Jen comes up with these amazing questions, and I get lost in it. I have so much fun, actually. I could do this every day. What do you say, Jen? It's just a trivia show from now on. From now on. That sounds tiring. That sounds like a lot of funny <laughs> questions. <laughs> come on, you know, just come up with 15 questions every single day of your life. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> I appreciate Jen puts in the, the effort to do this. It means a lot for the Aristotle Full Throttle Show and uh, for the Aristotle Full Throttle. Judella19 says, B final answer. Human algorithmic likeness computer. They all end in computer, but his name is Hal. Weird. D, final answer. Hal, if I know, he says, oh, he's got jokes. <laughs> I like that Will brings the humor and the jokes. Seems okay. So we're still waiting on Will be gaming. Will be gaming is thinking it through. Will be gaming has all the time in the world. He's waiting for Ange to bring home the gumbo. The boat boy. Oh man, I can't wait to go back to Collins. Get a beignet. They're so good. It's like a fried but like the best one you've ever had it's like when you go to the this is the thing that upsets me whenever I go to the fair and then there's like here wait on this line of 100 people to get a piece of fried dough and powdered sugar it's never as good it's like Cinnabon Cinnabon is never as good as it smells this is my contention I'm always let down with the actual Cinnabon itself, but the smell is incredible. I get it, it's like stale and it's just too much. It's gotta be like fresh, I guess. But a beignet is immaculate. There's nothing wrong with a beignet. From Cafe Du Mont. Well, begin, where do you guys go for beignets? Cafe Du Mont? That was my French accent. Cafe Du Mont. Two thousand one space odyssey. What does Hal stand for? Morning call. That's where you go. Morning call. Okay. 
good to know. So you always gotta ask the people who live there, the locals as it were, what they like. Because they get it all the time and they can probably tell you they're only gonna get it if it's good. Did you guys see the finale of Bo Book of Boba Fett? It was action-packed. It was crazy. Really good. Felt like this season could have done without at least two of the episodes in the earlier part of the season. Should have just been Mandalorian continued. I wonder if they're even going to do a second season. They should just combine the shows. It should just be one show with both characters. That's that's my I like that type of one of Morrison has his own show. The guy's been in the business for a long time. He's a Kiwi. He's a bro. He talks like this. He tried to start a revolution. He doesn't talk like that though. But he is a bro. He's a Kiwi bro. There's a movie where he actually specifically plays a Kiwi bro, like a psychopathic one. It's a whole movie. I've seen a lot of Kiwi movies. A lot of Taika Waititi movies. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Give us your final answer. What? Oh, here it is. If you said D, like is this what we'll be gaming, you're correct. Heuristically programmed algorithmic computer. How? <laughs> All right. Oh, this is exciting, ladies and gentlemen. Question number seven. It's not, it's not time for that intensity yet. Less intensity. There we go. Lower the key, it's less intense. The design aesthetic for the xenomorph creature in 1979's movie Alien was inspired by which of these artists? A. Lee Tobler. B. Bolaji Batejo. I don't know how to say that still. C. Dan O'Bannon. Or D. H.R. Geiger. A. Lee Tobler, B. Bolaji Bodejo, or C. Dan O'Bannon, or D. H. R. Geeker. What's the answer, Grogu? Ah. I want to update his, his software so he goes. This is how he walks. This is how he walks. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I almost got it. Yeah, I did it last night. Perfectly. Add puppeteer to my resume. The design aesthetic for the xenomorph creature in the 1979 movie Alien was inspired by which of these artists? A. Lee Tobler, B. Balaji Bodejo, C. Dan O'Bannon, or D. H.R. Giger. I do believe we are waiting on. Waiting on under the black summer to end. That's the new Red Hot Chili Peppers song. 
Uh, Jed, if you haven't heard the new Red Hot Chili Pepper song, it goes like this. Sounds real good. Yeah. We'll have to check it out. <laughs> He's like, uh, the funny thing about Anthony Kiedis that I find funny is that he, when he runs out of lyrics, he just makes sounds. He's just like, I'm, I'm done writing lyrics for this part of the song. Ning, ning, nong, nong, ning, ning. All right. It's like, look, ran out of lyrics. Which is weird because if you look at the liner notes of an uh, album called Blood Sugar Sex Magic, it is wall to wall just lyrics. Guy writes a lot of lyrics, but not for the second half of Soul to Squeeze. I just spilled my coffee. What else is new? It's okay, it matches my shirt. Oof. You guys think? What do you guys think? We're still waiting on a player. Okay. I think they both have their answer. Or all three of us. Well, let's find out. With your final answer. The design aesthetic for the Xenomorph creature in 1979 movie Alien was inspired by which of these characters, these artists? D, B, and D, but it looks like it's Junella and Is This Will. Sorry, Will Be Gaming. You made a valiant effort, but you were incorrect. Balaji Bodejo uh, played another role in that movie. Let's play. What year did the future? What year in the future had the Terminator come back from? A, 2046. B, 2099. C, 2029. D, 2022. I would not be surprised if it was 2022, because I would like to go back in time also. I'd like to hitch a ride on the Terminator's back. Don't do it. I'll sit on his shoulders. He can hold me. You see his muscles? Guy's been working out that Terminator. You know, I, I always think this. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you are in a dystopian future where everybody's starving and living underground, they're wearing rags. They live underground. Everybody's like emaciated. If you see a 300-pound muscular dude walking towards you, that's a Terminator. <laughs> that's that's the dead giveaway. You see a guy who's ripped? Who's got time to work? Ain't nobody got time to work out. Underground? What kind of dystopian future is this? Just saying it's a plot hole, James Cameron. You try to make us believe that these people are emaciated and cannot tell what a Terminator is. Meanwhile, they're 10 feet tall and got huge muscles. Throw anybody off? Just me. Ning ning nong nong ning ning. This is a prize possession. Grogu. I got Grogu before I know his name was Grogu. Uh. 
You Grogu. In what year in the future had the Terminator come back? I actually know the answer to this. You guys put your answers in. Uh, you folks put your answers in. You effers. I was watching Doug Benson a couple weeks ago, and he's like, look, I don't want to do the microaggression of calling crowds guys anymore. Although, I don't know. It's, I've seen women call groups of women guys. It's, it's very confusing. Here's how you make it easy. He said, call everybody effers. But he said the word. He said, come on, you effers. He's like, because everybody. I found Doug Benson hilarious. Uh, but not as funny as Greg Benson. Greg Benson's show is on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Check it out. It's Bad Movies Live. He's hilarious. On Twitch. Just follow Mediocre Films on Twitch, and you'll get to see Greg Benson be funnier than Doug Benson. If your name is Benson, always bet on Greg. What year in the future the Terminator come back from? 2046, 2099, 2029, or 2022? Well, I'll tell you this much. I think we'll be gaming. He's the only one that's right. Yeah, that's right. We'll be gaming, making uh, a reversal of fortune this round than the last round, because now he's the only one that was right. So good, good on you, we'll be gaming. I'm just saying, if you see a gigantic muscular dude coming towards you in 2029 when everybody is like eating crackers, this is the Hunger Games. Shoot the guy. And then eat his muscles. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's living tissue. Over my, 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 okay. Jack Torrance in The Shining is hired as a caretaker for which of these hotels? A, the Brown Palace. B, the Downtown Standard. C, the Versailles. See, I speak French. Or D, the Overlook. I've been to Versailles. It was cool. It was a castle. It's like a half hour outside of Paris. It was cool. It had like nice flowers and gardens. It was well kept. Kempt. People seem to like it there. Apparently that's where the royalty used to live. The castle of Versailles. Jen, you ever been to France? Nope, never been to Europe. I've been to South you America. Not, you've not never been to, to London. The, never crossed the wood. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You never crossed the pond. Nope. Oh, I can tell you this much. I've seen London and I've seen France. <laughs> I told you, eight years old. You've been to South America? Where did you go to South America? Nicaragua. Uh, you know, my favorite thing about Nicaragua is, is when you Saying see like the a name. News, yeah. Oh yeah. no! What are you gonna say? <laughs> what I was it? It's just like when there's like a newscaster, and they want to mm -hmm. say like, they're like, they, um, <laughs> what did they say? There was unrest today in Nicaragua. And they say it like fully. They just jump out. They, <laughs> they commit they to code it. Switch. <laughs> Yeah. Where'd you get in Nicaragua? That's how you say it in Spanish. Did you get um, did you get food? Because that's where I, I travel mostly to do is eat. 
I went to an, Afri an African restaurant. They had some really good African food there. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but I went on a mission trip when I was in high school because I went to a religious high school. All right. So we ran like a summer camp for kids on the beach. It was fun. It's a good time. It's cool. We went to Nicaragua. Also, when I was in London, I had Indian food because they're known for their Indian food in London. They're not known for their English food. <laughs> Their English food is fish and chips, um, which is good. I had that at like three different places at least, because you gotta have it at three different places at least. What do you think about that theory? If you go to a city and it's known for a type of food, that you should try it at three different places. I've never heard that rule, but that's a good rule. I think that's a good. Rule. I just made it up. I, th I thought that that should be. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the way, because because you could strike out and you get at least three strikes. Yeah, can you imagine you try the one place that's not good? That would suck. Yeah, I've seen people say that they're like, yeah, I went to Dunkin' Donuts and had a bagel. It's terrible. And I'm like, ah, you went to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's just bad decision making on their part. It's like a franchise. Yeah. Well, I was I was being like hyperbolic with that. But sometimes people will go to the, like, for instance, people in New York City will go to Two Boots Pizza or something, and I'm like, that's a chain! That's in L.A. It's, it's not good. I mean, if you like that kind of thing, I guess that's the kind of thing you like, but there are places that are just on the street corner that are more f flavorful. Because I'm like, would it kill you to add oregano? I gotta bring my own oregano around in LA. They don't know from oregano. That's pretty sad. Yeah. That's real sad. My friend used to bring his own Chipotle sauce <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> He'd like pull it out of his pocket um, and put it on his steak. You know. You know what I saw last night? I saw a TikTok or a reel of a guy was cooking and this guy comes running over with like a ketchup bottle and squeezes it into the to the big pot and the, the cook is like no starts screaming because he thinks he's getting <laughs> squirting ketchup in his sauce but it was like one of those fake ketchup things that just shoots the red string out of the front so he squeezes it and the little red string comes out and it looks like he's squirting ketchup but it's just a joke and well he scared the guy who was cooking put ketchup on my pasta. Some people have an aversion to oregano. Business will. Some people have an aversion to cilantro. I think cilantro is the most divisive thing on the planet. There's nothing more divisive than cilantro or divisive. I don't know. There's nothing more divisive than saying divisive or divisive. Alright, well, it looks like the, the answers are in. It's D! That's correct, it is the Overlook Hotel. The Shining. There's a sequel to The Shining. Maybe we'll ask that question as a, as a tiebreaker. It's not bad, it's not a bad sequel. 
It's just not Stanley Kubrick, you know. Ten. Finish this line from Dracula, 1931. Among the rugged peaks that frown down along the Borgo Pass are found crumbling castles of a blank. A. Bygone age. B. Forgotten time. C. Forgotten age. Or D. Bygone time. They always say, let bygone times be forgotten. I think. Don't quote me on that. And Aristotle has a quote in Cambridge's, don't quote me on that. Maybe that's the next shirt. Quotes. Don't quote me on that. And then, dash Aristotle. But the full throttle really small. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Finish this line from Dracula, 1931. Among the rugged peaks that frown down. Let me try to say it like Dracula. I don't know if Dracula says it or whoever, but I'll see. Among the rugged peaks. Ah, 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 ah. That frown down along the Borgo Pass. Ah, 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 ah. Does that sound Hungarian? Are found the cumbering <laughs> castles of A. A. Bygone age. B. Forgotten time. C. Forgotten age. Or D. Bygone time. Mm. It does sound familiar. But what sounds age, forgotten time, forgotten age, or bygone time. Now we've done all of the iterations except for age forgotten, time forgotten, time bygone, age bygone. <laughs> we could do this for a little bit more, I think. Like eight times maybe? I don't know. All right, time. Here's my answer. Oh, look at you folks out there. Except for you, we'll be getting, uh, it's Bygone Age. Bygone Age. That's the one that sounded most familiar to me, too. But I don't know why. Maybe, because I'm a fan of movie villains. If you're just joining us here at Aristotle Fulthrado, we're playing movie villains trivia. Jada Fierce is moderating. She's making sure that everybody's playing fair and square. She is the moderator and the procurer of these questions. Now we've got ten questions in. Now we go to the leaderboard. Jen, who is in the lead? We have a three-way tie between all three of them. All right. Well, we have a th one will fall behind, and then the other one catches back up. Yeah, we just keep being tied. Well, that means they're in, they're neck and neck. Everybody is neck and neck. It's a it was a competition to be seen, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not watching this show, you're probably watching something else. Let's play. True or false? In the dark night, the Joker had a tick of licking his lips because the actor Heath Ledger had an allergic reaction to a medication he was taking causing severely dry lips. When the director noticed this, he suggested he incorporated into the character. True or false? In the dark night, Joker had a tick of licking his lips because the actor Heath Ledger had an allergic reaction to a medication he was taking causing severely dry lips. 
when the director noticed this, he said, Hey, why don't you just put that inside of your... Why don't you just make that like a part of your character? Heath Ledger. You know, I think it's funny. We celebrate actors, but you know, I mean, we don't do it that much. We just say things. Walk around. And everybody's like, you're so great. And you're just like, I just said a bunch of words and walked around. <laughs> I know that some people can do it and make it identifiable and good. But they're not curing diseases. They're just getting photographed. Not to, like, put down the work of it, but, you know, it ain't rocket surgery. What would Judella Domination? Will Will Judella Domination? Oh, I see. That's funny. False final answer. Fine. True final answer. True final answer. Well... Y'all tied people. Let's find out what the answer is. What's it feel like to be tied? You guys are fit to be tied. The answer is false. We'll be gaming. False. The scar prosthetics would loosen as he performed. So he licked his lips repeatedly in an effort to keep them in place. And eventually Heath Ledger himself decided to incorporate it into the character. This was Heath Ledger's doing because he kept touching the prosthetics on the side. Hey, Peggy nineteen nine or Peggy ninety four. Welcome to the show. We're just playing some villains movie trivia. We're talking about movie villains. Movie villains like the Joker. Jenna Fierce is keeping score as always, and she has come up with the questions for you to play every Thursday here at Aristotle Fourth Auto. We play movie trivia. That's right. We're talking villains. Let's play. It's getting down to the nitty and the gritty. The lizard was responsible for the death of which of these characters in the amazing Spider-Man 2012? A. Gwen Stacy, B. Captain Stacy, C. Uncle Ben, or D. Norman Osborn? Let me guess. Lizard? You want to turn us all into lizards? I think that Jamie Foxx had an understated role in the latest Spider-Man movie. Pretty, pretty good. He still made it funny. The lizard was responsible for the death of which of these characters in The Amazing Spider-Man 2012? A. Gwen Stacy, B. Captain Stacy, C. Uncle Ben, or D. Norman Osborn?
You guys see this this new Spider-Man, Far From No Way Home? It's one of my favorite movies in a long time. Didn't get nominated for Best Picture. Did not get nominated for Best Picture. Travesty. Sometimes I watch those Best Pictures and I'm like, I can't even get through this. Those Best Picture nominees, they filled 10 slots for Best Picture nominations. 10 slots they could fill, and they, not one of them went to Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't understand. It had incredible acting. It had a cool story. I mean, the cinematography, everything. I don't know why they don't just give them, throw them a bone here and there. Even Star Wars was nominated in 1977 for Best Picture, Star Wars. Because, I mean, come on, it's an achievement in film. I think that Spider-Man No Way Home is an achievement in film. It's kind of unlike any movie ever in many ways. In a very like end game type of way where you're like, wow, how did they pull this off? Pull it off seamlessly. Not according to is this Will though. He's he's got finer. He puts a little little finer critique. He'll find... Will will find the scene. I'll say, that movie was seamless. It was incredible. And then Will's like, uh, but did you look at the scene right here? And I'll say, Will, you're always finding the seams. <laughs> seams are all about seams. Sometimes I like to ignore the seams. Behind the scenes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, put in your final answer. Y'all said B. Final answer captures the question. You know what? You are all right. Not only were you all right, but you know what? You're all right. I mean that. Let's play. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting down to it. Let's just go to the leaderboard because we're down to the final what is this the final three questions it's 14 questions but i do i do have a uh i think i do have a follow-up in case we need to try the tiebreaker who is in the lead oh we're tied again <laughs> three-way tie i don't know if i can fit all three of your names on this trophy so somebody we better not get these next three <laughs> i was gonna say Somebody better get all three of them, but uh, we'll see. There's still a chance to lose. I mean, win. After Thanos snaps during... Oh, just got a notification that covered up the words. After Thanos snaps, turning half the universe to dust, he has a vision of a young Gamora asking him, what was... What his victory cost. Buck 05. What is, does he say in response? What does Thanos say to young Gamora? A. Too much. B. Everything. C. All I had. Or D. Nothing. He just looks off into the distance sadly. After Thanos snaps, he does two hand claps and a tap dance, turning off the universe into dust. 
He has a vision of a young Gamora asking him what his victory cost. What does he say in response? A, too much. B, everything. C, all I had. Or D, nothing. He just looks off into the distance, sadly. Real sad boy. Sad little Thanos. Could you imagine what he looked like as a baby? Gross. That's probably why he's got a chip on his shoulder. People are like, that's not a good baby. Sometimes people say, well, babies are cute, but not if it looks like Thanos. After Thanos snaps, turning half the universe to dust, he has a vision of a young Gamora asking what his victory cost. And it looks like you all put your answers in pretty quickly. Because... You're correct. And then he kind of like looks off into the distance, sadly. That movie is Thanos' story, by the way. Because in the end, it says Thanos will return. He's he's the main character of Infinity War. He's the guy who needs to accomplish a goal and does. Think about it. Crazy, huh? Thanos is the one. That's the movie about Thanos. Do you guys know about Theranos? The lady who, uh... It's funny, Will, that you said he looked like a California raisin. Because I... yesterday I was jamming, heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> but like a metal version. So I was like this. Best version of that is by Marvin Gaye. And the California Reasons. All right. When John McClane and Hans Gruber first encounter each other in Die Hard, who does Hans pretend to be? One of the host sausages? One of the hostages, A, one of the hostages, B, the company boss, C, a lost tourist, or D, a security guard. You guys remember that scene? When John McClane and Hans Gruber first encounter each other in, in Die Hard, which is German for the hard, who does Hans pretend to be? A, one of the hostages, B, the company boss, C, a lost tourist, or D, a security guard. You guys remember that? Have you seen the movie 157,000 times like me? Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, I got 28 cents in dividends, ladies and gentlemen. Call the cops. Call the IRS. All right, 
looks like your answers are in. It looks like everybody. Oops. Sorry about. Okay. And we're back on Instagram. And before I answer this question, let's go to a commercial break. Get your baby Grogu's right here. The guy Grogu, he's got ears and he's green, and you know you can kind of, you can eat him, but it doesn't taste too good. But he smells wonderful. You could be Joe Biden. You can pretend to be Joe Biden and smell his head. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with John McClane and Hans Gruber. First encounter each other in D-Hard. Who does Hans pretend to be? Well, I'll tell you right now. He pretends to be one of the hostages. Will be game. You the, uh, sorry, you got that wrong. But uh, is this Will in Judella 19? Looks like you got that right. He's like, oh, God, you're not one of them, are you? That's pretty hard to be an Englishman who's doing a German accent, doing an American accent in that movie, if you think about it. He's an Englishman. You guys remember that? Alan Rickman, Snape. He's English, but he plays a German guy playing an American guy. It's crazy. In Back to the Future Part 2, what is the name of Biff Tannen's grandson? A. Cliff. B. Whiff. C. Griff. D-Jif. Bleeps, sweeps, and the creeps. <laughs> we'll be gaming. Don't blow it. No beignets for you. You know, I gave Jen a new name. I'm pretty proud of it. Jen wears toast on her head. So you know what I call her? Toast face killer. It's better than you playing the butthole cut all the time. I like it. That's <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm pro. What are you talking? What do you <laughs> wait? What? Hold on. You mean this one? You really no, no, no. <laughs> Give us the butthole. Okay, I won't ever play that Not again. Not that one. <laughs> okay. Toast face killer. Let's see, let's see if anybody knows that reference or if it's just a 90s reference that is falling flat on its toast face. Hey, Nick Zach Cosplay, thank you for the love. We appreciate the love always. Thank you. We're sending the love right back at you. We are like a reflector of love, but also an absorber of love. We're like a solar panel of love here. If you've got any love, see, there you go. Will got it. Toast face killer. Will got it. Will gets you can't get anything past Will. Except I know that for Tang. sure. I'm doing the trivia. You can't get nothing <laughs> past Will. <laughs> Will's on it. He's a steel trap. And back to the future part two. What is the name of Biff Tannen's grandson? A Cliff, B Whiff, C Griff, or D Jiff? No. Those boards don't work on water. Some people think. It's weird. Uh, the live stream is kind of quiet. 
It's like my Instagram live stream is weird now. Those boards don't work on water. They say. Nick's that cosplay. Thank you for stopping in. As you know, every Thursday here at Aristotle Full Throttle, we play trivia. Tonight's trivia topic. Villains, and we are on the last question. We're wondering who's going to win this game. And I'm also trying not to burp aloud. In Back to the Future Part 2, what is the name of Biff Tannen's grandson? Hey, Gramps! Can we just take a moment um, and recognize what's his name? Thomas? What's his name? Will? <laughs> the guy who plays who plays Biff and his grandson. Steve Thomas, Henry Thomas. It's not Henry Thomas, that's the kid from E.T. Can we just tell, take a moment to celebrate how many characters he has had to play and how many versions of the characters he's had to play? I think he's the unsung hero of the Back to the Future movies because we're all like, it's Marty and it's it's uh, Lorraine and, you know, and they're great. It would have been great if Crispin Glover came back for the sequels, but he didn't. So the people who had to do the heavy lifting were... Michael J. Fox, uh, Leah Thompson, and, and Thomas. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Hey, Nikki Pops cosplay. Welcome to the Instagram chat. It's not as fancy. You don't get the sound effects, but you could always go to twitch.tv slash Aristotle and get the full experience. I appreciate if you do. Also, you can get t-shirts. Get a t-shirt. Wear it around town. Tell your folks. I drank a lot of coffee. I'd be up all night. Hey, Jenna, I've been sleeping six hours now. Is that cool? That's good for you. That's Thanks. twice as many. You can tire yourself <laughs> out. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm just you know, doing all that running. It's great. Uh, six hours better than three. That's when it's sleep, not when it's like work, I guess. Depends. It's all relative. All right, here's the moment of truth. Thomas. I want to celebrate him, but I can't remember his name. That's why he, that's how unsung he is. He's literally unsung. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time for your final answer. seen him since because he played 14,000 versions of Biff people are like you're the Biff guy but what is it when he plays his grandson oh he's Griff oh my goodness did you guys throw the game on purpose because it looks like uh, Will Be Gaming is the only one who got that correct it's Griff All right, who is the yep. winner? They're tied again because 
the two of them were ahead, but then they both got wrong. But that was a tie. I think they. I don't have a tiebreaker, so if you have an idea, go for it. I have a tiebreaker, and it's the first one to get it. What is the name of the sequel to The Shining? It's just a movie. It's not a villain, I guess. (laughs) Wait, let me think of a villain. That's that's a movie. That'll just be a throwaway. Let me think of a villain question. Okay. Oh, wait, Kate. Okay. Wait. Oh. Huh? Nope. Let me think. A villain. Jutella got it. But I reneged on that offer. I want to... I want to find a villain question, because this is about villains. Because we did miss a question in there. Let's see. Let me rack my brain. All right. This villain. Hmm. Cannot stand the smell of humanity. It's the smell. Who is this villain? It's a tough one. But I give you an impression. Oh, Will! Will got it! Will! I believe Will is our champion, isn't he not? Yeah, that makes him our champion. That makes him our champion. Judella, thank you for being the first to get Dr. Sleep, but I, I reneged on that. Offer. I said, we're going to do uh, villain one. You're all champions. But today, is this Will? Is this Will? The steel trap of the mind that is this Will has. The finder of all scenes. You will find the scuff mark on a perfectly shiny orb. Is this Will will find the crack in the pavement? Is this Will will find the correct answer one more time? Then Judella back to you, then we'll be gaming. But you guys were all incredible players. Thank you for playing. What a wonderful time I had with y'all. Thank you, Judd the Fierce, for coming up with your questions. Thank you guys for coming up with the correct answers. What a fun time. Man, oh man, that villain was great. Thank you. Awesome job, everyone. I wish you all adieu, and I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Is This Will. Good night, everybody. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to do that. It was just that uh, I realized it wasn't a villain question, and I wanted to stay on topic. But Judy, that was impressive. Judy gets honorable mention. My arm is tired. I feel like the queen. It's a diamond jubilee.
Judy is one of the best players we got. This is how the queen waves. Mahama's timing. Uh, and good night, everybody. a good game wasn't it <laughs> me too I, that's what I think you ready for season three he's ready for season three